Hey guys, Rosen here. Uh, I just wanted to record a bit of an update because uh, in between episodes, uh, Crash uh, alerted us that he was pretty busy, like super, super duper busy, which is fine, but uh, he is actually no longer going to be a part of the podcast. Now, uh, before we continue, I wanted to clarify, everything's fine with us. We're totally still friends. There's no like drama or anything. I just, it didn't feel right to not at least let you guys know what was going on. Uh, with the changes in that. Uh, we're gonna probably look for a new co-host, uh, which he was totally fine with. And Crash is welcome to join us again anytime he wants. Uh, and everything, and again, everyone's totally fine. There's no beef or anything. So yeah, uh, it's just gonna be me casing Bunny for a little bit, but we might find a new co-host soon, and maybe some guest stars. So without further ado, uh, please enjoy the rest of this episode. Thanks. The following podcast is about wrestling. Yes, we know. You see, every year, various wrestling promotions gather in a specific area to have shows leading up to WrestleMania. One day, some jackass decides to chronicle all those shows, and he managed to drag his girlfriend and two others along for the ride. We're still not sure how he pulled that off. Now, join us to find out what happened one crazy weekend. So now we know, you know, the limits of your BDSM explorations. The world is a vamp. Hello, everybody, and welcome to One Crazy Weekend. I am your host, Rosen Thorne, and I'm joined by Casey. Hi. And by Bunny. Yo. And today, we're talking one of the big four. Well, big four in terms of, like, 2012. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean by that? I'm like basically with the rise of AEW, the TV deal of Ring of Honor, WWE's continued dominance, and New Japan's rise to American super popularity. Impact can't really be considered one of the big four anymore. That's very true. Oh yeah, we're talking Impact. I was alluding yeah. to that, but the artist formerly yeah. known as TNA. Yep. Yeah. The internet's punching bag. Also known as, hey, they were at Universal Studios once, not anymore. Yep. Um, I I think we all just want to get this particular pay-per-view out of the way because we have thoughts on it, so let's get into it. Here's our intro. Yes. Our intro, well, the, the whole video started with some really inconsistent audio. Oh, we're getting to that, but I, I have a, I have a one-sentence history of impact. Oh, okay, go on. If you would like okay. a history of impact, see our friends at OSW. <laughs> See, I'm saving time and plugging people I like. Everybody wins. Oh, my uh, goodness. Commentators tonight are Josh Matthews and Don Callis. We are. They tried. Yeah, I could not figure where we where where we are. Mainly somewhere because in New Jersey? yes, we are somewhere, somewhere in New Jersey. Jersey, Raleigh, New Jersey. We are from Raleigh, New Jersey tonight. And we started with RVD coming into the building. RVD. Whoa. No, what we start with is two minutes of sweet fuck all, then we suddenly cut to RVD. Yeah, yeah. for that, some reason, that's just for the an... first two minutes, there was just the, oh, impact wrestling. I can answer that. Yeah, it was, it, 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 were, it was like two minutes of nothing, and I'm literally sitting here, I'm like, do something. I can explain that. Do something. What that is, is they are, before the pay-per-view starts, they have a, a preview, like a loading screen for just people uh -huh. who ordered the actual pay-per-view to watch live. And so, like, mm -hmm. I guess they estimated when the show would start, and I guess it started a little early. So they mm. cut off, like, a minute or two into the pre... 
like with the loading screen. Happens all the time with GCW. Hmm. Hmm. Still weird. It is weird. Like, I'm going to actually, I have a paragraph here. I'm going to say right now that this is the worst production I have seen on this podcast. Yes, it's 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 higher than the one with WXW. That's higher than that one. Um, You can't hear what the announcers are saying about the wrestlers. You can't hear what their themes are. There's bad audio. The main camera, what which Rosen has told us, was being filmed on a probably. Phone. We don't know for sure I this time, but probably. Not... Yeah, but probably. But I'm not joking. They probably used a phone for the main shot, and then the spotlights were in the wrong place. So there's parts when the wrestlers are standing, you get blinded by the spotlights, and it made it hard to see. Like I, this was just. The worst reduction I've ever seen for wrestling. Can you give and me? A, I've been so, huh? Can you give me a Scorpio Sky take? A Scorpio what? This is the worst production. The worst production I've ever, ever seen. seen. In. I see you. I see you. <laughs> <Dorks>. <laughs> Fitting that, to realize what you're trying to do. Yeah, fitting that Bunny didn't didn't see you with us since she's the only one here not from SoCal. There we go. Um, <laughs> yeah. Coming to your tonight are Josh Matthews and Don Callis, who I like, but um, I know Casey has. Weren't so, they uh, using Josh Matthews' phone for this? Uh, not was. for this. Yeah. I don't know about for this one. I know it was for All Glory because there's a famous Botchamania moment where uh, Josh Matthews' phone dies and he needs to oh, stop God. the stream for a while. To uh to charge his phone, because I guess he couldn't figure out that you can charge while streaming. Uh, like you do. Yeah, Don Callis, for those who don't know, is Cyrus in ECW, and he uh was a New Japan commentator for a while. Yeah. Yep, he was Kenny Omega's cheerleader on the English commentary. <laughs> okay. I mean. He he is the se- he was the second best commentator at the time, but th- then again, how can you p- compete with Kevin Kelly? Honestly, the announcers all kind of blur together for me. Kevin Kelly's the one in Schadenfreude. I have never actually seen a Schadenfreude match. I mostly just like read all this shit on Twitter. Oh, he he doesn't wrestle. He's just their announcer. Oh, and, and buddy. Okay. Yeah. Um. Let's see. We start with RVD coming into the building. Uh, apparently, Rob Van Dam. Hey. I fear, Rob I have, Van Dam is still wrestling. Yep, that's the power of weed and polyamory. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Where did that second part come in? Oh, just recently. Do I know anyone? Uh, no. Just his wife and his girlfriend. Oh, okay. Like he tweeted out, back in the day, we weren't allowed to bring our girlfriends or wives into the locker room. Now I can bring both. <laughs> and a picture with the three of them, and it's awesome. Well, good okay, for him. Then. Yeah, good for him. Good, yeah, good, good for them. Good for him, but, but he's still wrestling. He's old. <laughs> no, you need to say it right. He's old! No. I actually right. really like Rob Van Dam still. I'll be he's probably a really nice guy, but honestly, yeah, I could not give lots of a fuck about him as a wrestler. That's fair. Super chill guy, but yeah. Uh, like, surprising. If I, wanted to watch, if I wanted to watch a stoner wrestle, I would go watch a match, middle match, you know? Yeah. But, uh... Mm. 
Yeah, we start with our, our I have written down here. Uh oh. Da 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 Rob Van Dam. God damn you. I, I, I wondered why I had written in my notes Rob Van Dam at the end of the Superman theme. Like, what the fuck was that supposed to mean? And then it clicked. Yeah. Uh, but this yeah. one, this, I'll say that this Impact show was different because it had four different uh, independent wrestling divisions going in. Well, three and a half. One. Well, three and a half. Because <laughs> Lucha Underground is dead. Because Lucha Underground is dead. Which makes it more awkward that they're in this. They can no longer... Ha- Hinder people's careers with shitty contracts. Whoops, did I just say that out loud? Save for someone who was in the fucking audience. Yeah, oh, please, ask any ask any wrestler who worked there. They will tell you those contracts were garbage. Joe Ryan, you were in the audience. Yes, it was, it was. I liked Lucha Underground's writing, but they they had a lot of problems. Uh, but yeah, this is a collab with Lucha Underground, kind of, mainly AAA and MLW. Which you know, there's some good people in both promotions. Yep. So, and, I mean, they have one promotion, okay, not counting Lucha Underground, but so on, they have one promotion on the card who doesn't have a history of notorious fuck-ups during their um, pay-per-views. Which I'm was? MLW. Fair. MLW hasn't well, been around long. Actually, wait, I will, I will counteract that. MLW hired Jim Cornette for a long time. Good point. It's wrestling, everybody fucks up. Hmm, True. Yes. Um, so, did you guys hear this? Like during the opening promo, at the end, you hear ten, nine. Like they're the production. You can hear the production counting down the the end of the promo to signify to cut. Yeah, like, I didn't was, hear that. There was just, I think it was the ad, but um, yeah, someone was talking. One of the announcers was talking all the way through it, and I was just like, guys, guys. Yeah, I was uh, watching it with sound off on my computer. Rosen had his sound on because we're watching at the same time. I didn't hear a countdown for my part. So, but that's just a fuck up. A okay. very bad fuck up. I, why is that not, why is that not on Botcha Media? It was. I was about to I was literally about to say I probably wouldn't have noticed it if it wasn't featured on Botcha Media. Oh, okay. Hi, Several Yeah, hi Matthew. Shout out to Matthew. Uh hi. lots of bits on this right on Botcha Media. Ma- Gee, and, none, I don't know why. and none of it was the wrestler's fault. Oh, yeah, that's that point. Um, uh, any, anything we want to add before we get into our first match? Uh, nothing uh, I can think of. Oh, uh, Cotto Brazil was double booked, so he is off this show. Well, we haven't got to that yet. It's literally, so literally was, next. There was a dark match. We don't get to see it because yeah. it was a dark match. Um, but yeah, so the first match is the Ultimate X match for the X Division number one contendership. Yep. And it had Ace Austin, Dante Fox, Jake Christ, Johnny Impact, and Pat Buck. Uh, I will say for my intros for three, no, wait, all four of their intros. Five. Jake Christ, five. Was there four people? Oh, there's five. I think I only wrote about four out of the five. Oh, well. Oh, for the answers. Oh, well. I think we're going to make the same joke. Casey, I, I think we're going to make huh? the same joke for Jake Christ. Disrespect your surroundings! What? Okay, so there's a meme. Uh, I forget there's who does this song. Yeah, there's a there's a meme, but like a metal screaming saying "disrespect your surroundings," and then the guy just like lightly de- lightly messing with various props, <laughs> like a star. Okay. It's it's uh, very fun. The point is the OVE thought... scream sounds like that meme. 
But also, just, there's a Go ahead. I just have shitty middle fame. Yes, sir. It's a crisp. <laughs> I will say the disrespect your soundings. I want to do it on TikTok. There's one of that, but it's a cute kawaii voice, and I'm like, I want to have more. Can I say that? Totally. Uh, I love um, Ultimate X. Yeah. Um, well, then so there's there's Jay, Jay Christ is a nice, well, he's a not shitty Christ, and I will <laughs> say that on the record. Uh, but I very much preferred him when he was Prince. Yes, I like the artist Jay Christ as well. Uh, then Pat Buck entered Tada. He's got a chainsaw! Pat Buck, yeah. uh, who trained friend of the show uh, to Smarty when he was, when he was at uh, his school Creative Pro. How has he not learned by now that chainsaws make actually make terrible weapons? Yeah, they, if you don't remove the chain, someone can yeah. get caught from a certain point. It's more, I think it's more he saw Chainsaw Charlie and wanted to emulate that. Uh, then Ace Austin was trying to channel Gambit from the X-Men. Oh, God. Uh, it's a fucking disaster. I love Ace Austin so much. Ace Austin Shakespeare. Ace Austin Shakespeare. Oh my god. So Bunny and I used to watch CZW back before it turned to complete garbage. Yeah. And Ace Austin Shakespeare was <laughs> Oh my god. god. Every That's time he came out, Bunny would fucking lose it and it was amazing. It's one of those it's like one of the dumbest like I it's so, it's so dumb I can't tell if it's good or bad. Like, it sort of crosses the line from dumb and goes all the way back to glorious and then goes back to dumb again. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, uh, oh, I... Johnny Impact entered, and the... Rose had to clarify that this was John Morrison, and I went, wait, what? The, How many a... names does he have? By the way, as of this oh, recording, wow. he just signed a WWE again, so he's John Morrison again. Uh... <laughs> um... Honestly, um... yeah, go on. I was just going to say, uh, a couple weird things. Where's Jack Evans? He was announced for this match. They said he was a scratch. I don't know what that means. I, mm. uh, oh, it, it's AR Fox, but without his space pants. <laughs> his what? His space pants. Yeah, you have to explain that. Okay, right? so he used to wear this gear that had like, a cosmic print on it. Oh, you mean like and so, shitty gear? And so, uh, like it, it, it looked like a fucking uh, planetarium view. But uh, it, I, two jokes came to mind anytime I saw that. One was replacing the jam in Space Jam with pants. <laughs> Welcome yeah, to the, the space pants. That that's another one, and also uh, the dumbest Saturday Night Live sketch of all time, and that's saying something. Is Peter Dinklage in a Sia wig, uh, singing about his space pants? Right. It only works because Peter Dinklage is amazing. Well, yeah. And just commits say, to it fully. Yeah, I will say that this is a. Like they said, it's like an ultimate X match where apparently they have to climb on these four metal towers. There's a cable suspension holding this giant fucking red X. And whoever climbs up to get it is the winner and has a chance or a title. And I just look at it and I'm like... Oh, hey, I love this type of match. I look, not for me, I look at it and I'm like, oh, I, I miss 
belt feeds suspended in the air and you have these la- uh, ladders. Well, sometimes it is for the. Usually it's for the X Division title when they do Ultimate X. I mean, I was just looking at King. Oh my god, we're watching Gladiators. You know the, oh my god! You know, back during, back during, before they, before Impact was a show, they used to do Ultimate X every week on pay per view. Well, that's boring. Yeah. No, it wasn't because they had AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, Amazing Red. Like, let me rephrase. This is a kind of thing that's not. It's better when it's not done all the time. There you go. But yeah. yeah. Um. Also, the audio gets cut off during the match, uh, and yep. I was like, oh, I was like, oh my god! And then I will put uh, one thing I put on my notes that Ace used the tower to his advantage and jumped from the fucking tower onto I, some people. I'll get into that in the play by play, but yeah, there were some great spots in this match. Uh, and for those who didn't quite catch uh, how this match works, I have it briefly written down. It's a ladder match without ladders. Instead, of, instead, cables are suspended above the ring in an X formation with the object of, of desire in the center. Climb the cables, get the thing. <laughs> Basically. And it's... Uh, like, again, I, I kind of prefer the ladders and the belts than that. Uh... Well, at least it wasn't that time in Impact in TNA when it was for a contract and the contract fell off the clipboard, so they're just fighting for the clipboard. Oh God! Or the yeah, blindfold match where the blindfolds were shown to immediately not work. <laughs> you just Look, reminded me of that one time. Um, Progress had a fucking um, they had a thing with the with the title suspended, but this was back when they had the staff. Oh no! So instead of putting the stuff up there, they just had a clipboard with IOU one title on it. <laughs> wow. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's like, where's the title? I owe you one. So wait, yeah. where's the title? I owe you one. Damn it. Johnny's going in as world champ. We should mention that. Yeah, yeah. He was already a champ, and he went in and you know. He didn't want to. He didn't didn't want to wrestle for Team Impact versus Team versus Team Lucha Underground. Because, yes, he is, uh, well, yeah, but also he was, like, uh, compromised, because, you know, on both shows. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, fuck yeah, Johnny Impact. Uh, I love the Gambit move from Ace Austin. You're gonna have to be. The, the, like, cartwheel into the staff. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we're off. Everyone goes for a kick, but Johnny rules out. That, I loved that. That was a great heel move. Yeah. Like, I'm reminded of uh, Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, if someone's about to dive off a balcony, just move! <laughs> That's your Zack Sabre Jr. impression. <laughs> Boris Johnson! <laughs> Vote fucking Labour! That is terrible. I know. I'm very aware that it's terrible. And I'm fairly certain I may have done it in front of him. I don't know. It's been a while. Uh, we, we love Zack Sabre Jr. here. Yes, we stand him. Uh, Fox with an awesome counter to a cutter, just putting his hands down. Uh, in case it wasn't obvious from previous podcast, I love scramble matches. They showcase a lot of new talent. They do. They do. Uh, um, Ace Austin, man, he's so good. 
Uh, well, I mean, yeah. And the audio cut out. Or now it's just really low. Yeah, yeah like, it was just quiet, and I'm like, bitch, turn the audio up! Yeah, couldn't uh, hear the fans, couldn't hear the, the rufflers. Like, no, well, throughout the whole thing, we, we couldn't hear the fans, and for all of us, we were getting incredibly tired just watching it, and it had to get to a point where me and Rosen had to take a break because there was no energy at all because the audio mixing was terrible. Mm. Like, you're gone. You just, when you have a, a pay per view that has the energy to keep you awake, that's gonna be good. But when you're tired, because there's no, you can't hear the audience, and there's look, they don't look like they're excited at all. It's bullshit. In summation, this is why good production value is vital. Uh huh. Uh, nasty landing for Ace Austin. I don't even remember what it was. Uh, I think from the tower. Yeah, he went wee. Oh yeah, he did. Floor. Yeah, uh, yeah. Dive off the po off the pole to the floor. Uh, crucifix Yuranagi from Johnny. Nice. Uh, to be honest, uh, look, Johnny. Johnny's a good wrestler. He's a nice person. I've seen him wrestle. I've um I've met him, but I'm just not that high on him. No, like, I get you on that. Yeah. I guess just, he's just everywhere, and I don't really... Uh, like maybe it's because I'm a fairly new fan of wrestling, but I never really got what's so special about him. He was kind of just a high flyer back in the days when high flyers weren't on, on WWE a lot. Mm. Yeah. But now there's some high flyers that are actually a lot better. Because, like, his gimmick was wow. he does parkour. We. Wee! Back when parkour, parkour. was new. Right. I'm just thinking of Thomas Sanders' vine. Parkour! Falls into puddle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of him r running with uh, with Taya and his dog and, like, parkouring with the dog. Oh, no. Poor I baby. think it was a stuffed dog just for BTE, but still. Uh. Uh, they love that powerbomb off the cable spot, and I do too, but they did it, like, four times. That's you. Heard that twice. Uh, spear off the cable from Pat Buck. That was awesome. Is it just me or does Pat Buck look like a lost member of Gua? He kind of does. Kind of. I think, I think that's what he's going for. Uh, okay. Chris Cutter off the cable top. Johnny wins. Wait. This was a strange match. I, I have. It wasn't bad. I just wasn't into it. Yeah. Yeah. Like this was before I got completely drained, so the spots were enough to keep me awake. But yeah, this this production is rough. There's a moment where the commentators lighting, they were one was half in shadow when they cut to them, and I'm Dun. just like, Dun. Josh, I'm a mystery man. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, we get a backstage. Yeah, we get a backstage storyline segment. That we couldn't hear! How did uh, we couldn't hear until Brian Cage literally came in when he yelled, and then it went normal, and you could barely hear what they were saying. The most you could make out is apparently they were meeting, like, a fourth member of their team of the Impact versus Lucha Underground. Because Johnny and, bailed, yeah. Uh, yeah, because Johnny bailed, so I think it was a 
and he uh, was like, yeah. I got somebody, don't worry, guys, and yeah, uh, we'll lead it to what's gonna be in the next match. I've seen Tommy, I've seen spoilers, it's Tommy Dreamer. Whoa. I've seen Tommy do the spot a lot, I saw him do it live, it works every time. I was gonna say we had Moose and a Ric Flair rope for some. Yeah, time. I don't know yeah. what. Uh, by the way, we should introduce the match first. Match two: Team Impact, which is Brian Cage, Eddie Edwards, Moose, and surprise Tommy Dreamer, versus Team Lucha Ooh. Underground: Aerostar, Drago, Daga, and Marty the Moth Martinez. Weirdly enough, Daga would be a major part of Impact uh, by by this time, like this time this year. Huh. Yeah, but um, no, Moose. We don't know much about him. He just just well, dressed very... about him. Yeah, like yeah. There's we don't he... know much about him in, at all. He's okay, dressed Casey like doesn't. Fancy... But Casey uh, doesn't. B- because Bunny and I used to watch Ring of Honor back in the day. We know about him. When I don't yeah. know about okay. him. Moose is a former footballer. He turned to pro wrestling. Uh, he had this um, stable in Ring of Honor. I can't remember what it was called. I was only watching it because Vader Scott was in there. Yeah, and she's fucking hot. It wasn't really a stable. It was um, just him, Vader, and Stokely. Yeah, and they had Artie Evans until Vader hit him in the ding-ding. Um, yeah, so Moose winds up in Impact, and he's doing his moosey thing and, I don't know, something. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot that my notes for Moose, guessing for the rope, he's supposed to be a rich-ass player. No. A what? A rich-ass Honey, player? No. Honey, no. <laughs> oh, Casey. I wrote in my notes. I told you about it. I said I was going to say it on the podcast. And I told you you, you were too white for it, but you didn't listen. You. <laughs> I, I feel... I don't even have words. <laughs> hey, remember when Lucha Underground was a thing? I do. <laughs> nice try. Uh, can I also mention that in this backstage segment... Uh, like, I couldn't, I didn't know who, I couldn't pick out Eddie Edwards by sight, so I just had him down as a guy in green who looks like he's going to be a bad leprechaun stereotype when he grows up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, yeah. Because I could barely hear him, so he sounded vaguely Irish to me. That's fair. He's not Irish. Uh, I have written, ah, I remember when Lucha Underground was a thing. So many people get fucked over by management. Uh, We get a promo for last year's WrestleCon show, which was... A thing. A good chunk of the people shown are signed now. It's interesting how... or It's amazing how interesting Eddie Edwards is when he's not weighed down by Davy Richards. Yeah. I don't think it's any, contro- it's any controversy to say that Davy Richards... Ca- it's kind of shitty. Like, just in general. Yeah. Uh, Cage... Uh. Hi, Brian Cage. Nice dude. Very nice dude. I like Cage. Yes. yes I agree. Uh, He's good. Um, oh, it's Tommy. Dr- good. Sorry, go on. You first. Mine's, you're, mine's probably longer, so. The problem I have with, um, with giant tag matches like this is that people tend to get really overshadowed because there's too much, like, trying to get everybody in, which means that Everyone gets like 10 seconds until we get to the obligatory, everyone gets their shit in point. And mm-hmm. it's like tag matches, I think tag matches usually work best with like three people at the most per side, I mean. Yeah. Unless you've got like, sorry, That's unless fine. you've got a, um, like a thing with like 
two teams that everybody already knows. But these teams have randomly thrown together people. Um. Hmm. Y yeah, like it, it's it's very it's very much the problem with Survivor Series in that there's no real way to build stakes around a group that's so big. Yeah. And people tend to get pinned like if it's elimination, people tend to get pinned off of like a DDT or something. Yeah. Uh yeah yeah Tommy Dreamer I miss actually hearing Man in the Box for him. I really don't really give a fuck about Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, why why does he wear spots? Uh, he was friends with Dusty. Oh okay. Also, they couldn't get Melissa Santos to be the ring announcer for this. Um. Uh, <laughs> oh, you already did it. Yeah, I don't I know. Mean, uh, just saying. Yeah, I miss those creepy bastard chants. <laughs> oh, Marty, never change, Marty. Uh, I will put in my notes for the match itself that there was a twelve cell whirl head scissors from Cage. I was about to say a hurricane Rana, yeah. Yeah, and then there's just one moment that was interesting. Cage superplexed into everybody. I, I just can't remember why. <laughs> I can't I didn't put more of my notes. I just put cave superplexes super into everybody. I think maybe because he took somebody and suplexed him out of the ring and fell on, and they fell onto everybody else outside the ring. I'm guessing. I hope that's what happened. Rosen will probably have the more detailed notes than me. Right, baby? No. Oh, God! <laughs> No, he's super superplex to the outside works. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, good. That water spot was gross and awesome. It was like a. Oh, I, I remember I that. I think it was Tommy Ew. spits in, Ed, in Eddie's mouth and spits at yes. everybody. Like yes. it was innovative, but Kinky? also disgusting. Kinky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I thought it was disgusting. Uh, Moose spears cage. Marty takes the win with a butterfly DDT. That's fine. Oh yeah, no Moose. Starts to betray his team, not Salbright Cage, and so Tommy had Eddie like knock him out. It just causes the gender to win. I'm like, what the fuck was like that weird betrayal with Moose? It made no fucking sense unless it was something from Impact storyline, in which case, it, for first time people like us, it made no sense. Yeah, they didn't explain it very well. No. Yep. It was just like, I'm going to betray you guys! Oh no, look what who I foreseen this outcome! Like, like, it's just like, oh, it was okay? Yeah, like, it wasn't bad, but so far, nothing in this paid video has made me want to watch it again. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just, uh You know what will, though? Taya! It's yeah, not gonna title match. Yeah, Ty did a promo uh, saying that no one's going to I don't take her title. Hmm? I've seen Ty wrestle, and she's doing this Valley Girl thing now. It's like, why are you doing a Valley Girl thing? She lives because no she lives in LA now. Okay. All well, right. Then. She's an honorary Californian, pretty much. She's yeah. from Canada. Yeah. Candice LeRae had a Canada gimmick for a while. It wasn't real, but. <sighs> Wrestling's weird. Wrestling's weird, yes. 
Um, I know. Ruth, actually, uh, first time on the show, we get to finally talk about Rosemary. <laughs> okay, in my notes, I put, in a good way, this is what happened if a Night Before Christmas fan became a wrestler. Yeah, pretty much. I can and, talk uh, I can I talk love about her. Rosemary all day. Yeah. Oh, I apparently as when we Rose were watching this, this was Rosemary's first comeback in a while because she was out of commission. Yep. I think also, was that right? Yeah, also it was her birthday like a week ago, so happy birthday. Yes. Happy happy late birthday, Rosemary. Yes. Like I I think I need to really watch like her and her roommates' videos because I think my the I, only one I watched. I keep trying but, to tell you. I, the only one I watched is when they both went to Disney World and Rosemary was trying hard not to have a fun time. Tell but you what, she was having fun. Tell you what, you want to marathon before work tomorrow? Um, I don't know if I have time. Okay. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll find a way. We will find a way to watch it so Rosemary does not kill us. Okay, um, I will also, I want to make note with all the, a couple other wrestlers. Um, you got Katie Forbes. She, don't know her, who she is, but she wore money wrestling attire, and she twerked her way into the ring. I'm just like, please no. Girl. I was, uh, I was about to say, a uh, big fan of Rosemary Jordan and Taya. First time seeing Katie, and this is apparently her debut, which would explain why. Oh, that yeah. explains why. Uh, it's just like, no. I, I, it, the way she had money wrestling attire, and the way she... Towards in the ring, I'm very, very worried of what her character I just, traits uh, no are. No offense, I oh, no offense, Katie. I had her down as a nobody trying to look like a stripper. Ooh, yeah, that's why. That's I, yeah. That's harsh. Yeah that's, what I, yeah, that's exactly what I thought too. So sorry if you are listening. Katie, sorry, it's just that's how your character debut came across with the entrance. But speaking yeah. of entrances, Jordan Grace, here uh, she comes. I was actually gonna say, uh. Casey brought up an idea. I'm not usually one to, for when someone becomes a free agent. I try not to be like, oh, you should go to AEW, unless they really, really would benefit from it. Casey came up with an idea so good, it's impossible not to do. Rosemary and the Dark Order. Ooh. I know! Like, every stable that goes, oh, we're going to take over, we're going to get all the titles, they always forget the woman. Bring in Rosemary. Yeah. Problem solved. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and then Taya Valkyrie walked in. I have, like, she two wore, notes for this match. I know. I, I have some notes in this match. When, she wore winter attire in early April, but then again, it checks out since it was still cold earlier this year. Also because they were in New Jersey. She also always it, wears those boots. Yeah, she does. those boots. Yeah. All right, I can... I'll... Since Rose only has like a couple notes, I like yeah. help. You I, go ahead with your notes have... and I'll see mine. Okay, this match is pretty good, but the silence from the crowd is starting to wear me down. Oh shit! Yeah. It's Sue Young. Oh 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 oh. <laughs> and Casey, can you t say what your reaction was when seeing Sue Young? I don't remember. You were you were not sure of who Sue Young was. Oh yeah, um, I also was like. Why is there an undead? I literally put down my nose for the bride. I called her. She's known as the bloody undead bride. Appears coming from Rosemary. Rosemary charges into the bride and just bears away from the match. That just um, happened. Uh, I yeah. think I called the bride uh, almost like she looked like she was like a weird zombie Constance Hatchwife in Haunted Mansion. Mm. I, and I was just like, like 
I was watching, I was getting a tense wave for Rose Ray to do more, and all of a sudden this fry comes out of nowhere, and I'm like... Real quick, do you know who she's married to? No. Rich Swan. Rich Swan. Ah. It's pretty ah. awkward. But, okay, so to explain all of this... Uh, Go ahead. Casey, you know Allie? Yeah. Okay, so Allie was on Impact. She went to AEW, obviously. So before then, they had the storyline going where um, it was a, it's a long, convoluted story, but the short version is that Allie wound up as Dark Allie under the informant of, um, of Sue Young and Father James Mitchell. And then Rosemary went to the undead realm to get her back, but then there was a big clusterfuck. Sue Young tried to kill Rosemary. Allie pushed her out of the way and got killed herself. So now Rosemary is really pissed off at Sue Young. Oh. And before anyone says, oh, there's, they're just trying to do a women's version of the final, final deletion, uh, that actually, and I hate to pull an actually, but for once it's actually positive, uh, Rose, uh, Rosemary and Allie, or as they were known back then, Courtney Rush and Cherry Bomb, have been doing the Buffy-style thing for like 10 years now? Yeah. It's been a while. Oh, Yeah. You want to know the fucking hilarious part of this? Oh, you mean that Impact is streaming right now, uh, is having a pay-per-view right now, and Rosemary just came out? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I just wanted to bring that up, but go ahead. Um, okay, so, Soo-young is, you know, she's the undead bride, and it's explained that the undead groom is Satan, which, you know, you might expect that. The funny thing is that Rosemary has stated that she is actually Satan's daughter, although Satan appeared in the form of Kevin Sullivan, which made Sue Young Rosemary's stepmother. Oh. <laughs> In-laws. <laughs> Fuck you, stepmom. Casey. In-laws. In-laws. Yeah, we just watched the movie Ready or Not last night. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, good. I imagine they have some really interesting uh, Thanksgivings down there. It, it's, yeah. it's like it's like my uh, my head of what would happen at a Joe Star family reunion. Oh. <laughs> oh, I will make one note on here is that Rosemary did the Upside Down on Jordan Grace. I have never saw seen that movie before, but it was so cool. Just the way like that was done. I'm like, I want Rosemary. Just, I want to see Ros Rosemary wrestle more. I love when dark characters do well. Uh, I think we may need to make our change to our group pick, and I'm okay with that. I, I'm okay with I'm okay with that either way, but we'll, I'll still we'll still make the one the one wrestler one of our mentions. Yeah, we'll get there anyway. Okay, we'll, we get so there. Um, Jordan Grace was about to pin Katie, but Tyra pushed her out of the way and took the pin herself. Standard so stuff, Tyra, yeah. so Tyra retains the title. Everyone's pissed off. She Rose still has it. Young. Yeah. Rosemary and Sue Young are still brawling and, you know. Anyway. Like, yeah, it made me sad because I'm like, Rosemary, come back. She's gone. I'm like, Rose, I know you get to see you wrestle more. Come back. Uh, I, she did a couple of cool things and then all of a sudden I had to go off on her starlight fighting. Come back, Rosemary. Don't worry. I'm sure she'll wrestle more in the future and you can watch all of the masters of the multiverse and you know buy demon bunny shit yep yeah. uh what's funny is sue young in character she she uh she's gained her old soul back currently yeah so sue young um she got hung by jessica Hallett, like actually hanged and um but she but because sue young is undead killing her just brought her back to life and now she's forgotten who she is and 
cause herself Susie and has been skipping merrily around the uh, impact backstage for a while. It's, I love the idea that killing someone just brings out their other personality. That's a brilliant concept for for fiction. Uh, yeah, just, just go with that. I may not be using that with my story. I don't think, I, yeah, I, I think it would take a, like, a really, really laid out and thought out thing, but I like the idea. The, the nugget is there, is what I'm saying. Yeah, anyway. it's not like I'm using that for storyline stuff. What? Wait, are you, are you actually? Oh shit! Um, <laughs> not, not, no. Okay, okay. Quickly, Mod got got killed. Mod was brought back to life to escape from Monster High. Mod may or may not be good. I'm not. That's all I'm saying. Hey, uh, Tessa promo. Yay! I've had to distract a lot today. <laughs> uh, Tessa promo. She's awesome. And we get a Conan promo. He's awesome. He's Conan. No, 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 no. Go back, go back, go back. Yes. So Tessa, Tessa says that she's going to make Joey Ryan famous for being her bitch. And I'm like, hello, John Romero. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I just got that. Diaka Tessa. Yes. <laughs> Of course. Uh, for those who don't get it, uh, Diakatana, the infamous game, was pr- arguably killed by its marketing in the fact that the 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 main advertising was a magazine ad with that was just a red like a red wallet of red, where with just the text John Romero was gonna make you his bitch. Yep. Flash flash forward to now, and John Romero was doing awesome things in the game industry, and that marketing exec is probably fired. Yeah. Joe Romero made nobody his bitch. Alright, but now on to a tag team match. It is the Latin well, we America... Haven't the, we haven't got to the Conan promo yet. Oh, no, we haven't. Shit, never mind. Uh, wait, just wait. We got a Conan promo. <laughs> I mean, I've loved Conan since my rewatch of WCW, so yeah, I got I got no problem with this. Like Conan fucking rules all the time. Yeah, so they're talking about, you know, Loki has disrespected him in LAX. We get audio of Loki asking why LAX wants to challenge him again. But yeah, they, they're going for, you know, you were my friend, now I want to punch you. Uh, as of this recording, I, I find it funny that Loki picked a fight with another guy that could destroy him. And I'm wondering if he's going to show up for it. Because he, he, you remember Masashi? Who is, hmm? Who is it this time? Masashi Takeda. Oh, you dumb motherfucker. Uh, he picked a fight with Takeda. Yeah. Casey, you remember the guy, the deathmatch guy who fought Gresham at Bloodsport? Blonde hair. Uh, yeah, the blonde hair, the baseball jersey. Oh, That's who Loki picked a fight with. <sighs> but yeah. He's gonna die. Speaking of him, it's LAX versus Loki and Ricky Martinez. Let's see if Loki put- shows up this time. Yeah, uh, I put LAXE for them because the first time I saw them was at PWG and it was awesome. But Loki, he's basically that looks like the Hitman from the Hitman series. He's literally he dressed looked, as Agent Forty Seven. Yes, he oh, looks he fucking ridiculous. Yeah, he's been wearing this for years. It's gotten him in trouble before. You mean like copyright trouble? Yes, like New Japan yeah. asked him not to wear it. He did it anyway, and he hasn't been back since. Oh. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get the reference. It just looked a bit like a, a Clockwork Orange. I can see that, but, but that's like the black suspenders and stuff, and, the, and no yeah. tie. 
And also, uh, I had to have that he looks a bit like he's on his way to his parole hearing. Yeah. I mean, he's um, an asshole, but he's not a criminal. Yeah. I know also, also, apparently, Ricky Martinez has been trained under Loki from what the commentators say. Okay, Dad, doesn't look like it. Yeah, that was, I like that, because at the time, Loki, I think, was the champion of MLW. But, uh... Yeah. But, um... He... Fucking... Loki, like, he obviously couldn't he couldn't get anyone to help him, so he got his his protege. That made sense. Mm. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why Loki wouldn't be able to get anyone to help him. Yeah, it's a shock. Yeah, yeah it's a shock. I I only have like two mo- notes. Who wins and what uh, about this match? I thought about. Yeah, look, we're we're I... not saying anything about Loki that millions haven't already said already. Well, here's yeah. mine. I like LAX. They are a good tag team. But their opponents aren't keeping this match entertaining. Especially in the beginning, they just argued and not, oh, I don't know, fucking wrestle. Yeah, there was a long stretch of, of, of uh, arguing. And we couldn't even hear what they were arguing about because the audio was shitty. Yeah, like if we could hear them, that would be one thing. But it's just, it's like watching someone scr- uh, a shouting match from like a, a few rooms away. And you're just like, God, where's the remote? Or you're like, or you pop in and you're like, I can't hear what the fuck you're saying. Like, yeah, it I, was like, that, I have, that's all I have notes of the match. That's I have it. three notes. Like the winner. Yeah. Gone. Uh, fuck yeah, Santana and Ortiz. All these guys are good. This match just gonna mean nothing to work with. Ortiz with a DVD gets the win. That was a weird match. Mainly kept me going through my love of LAX. LAX wins, though, but... Yes, that's what I said. Yeah. Uh, The one... Sorry, go on. It was just an okay match. It was boring. Yeah, the one thing I have to add is I'm just surprised that Conan didn't get involved because it's Conan. Yeah. Yeah. Conan tends to do that. Uh... It's weird. We actually can talk about where these people went because it's an established company. Like, uh, currently... Santana and Ortiz are absolutely killing it in AEW, where they're the top tag team right now. Do they have an actual name, or are they just... They are proud and powerful. That sounds like a... I'm not going to complete that. It's, pu- it's Puerto no. Rican... It's it's the it's them... They're they're proud of being Puerto Rican and powerful because of it. Okay. Uh, and, and also because L, L, Latin American Exchange, when you shorten it, it's the LAX That's airport. not why. That's not why? It's because it's copyrighted by TNA. Oh, I did not know that part. Yeah. God damn it, TNA. I mean, they well, they came up with the gimmick like 15 years ago. They own it. God damn it. Hell, they weren't, these guys aren't even the original LAX. They're the best LAX, oh. but not the original. Oh, I did not know that. Never, okay then. Yeah, the originals were Homicide and Hernandez. Okay. Yep. I don't know who they are. They're, they're before your time. I figured that. Uh, now match five, Joey Ryan versus Tessa Blanchard. Oh, no, we get to talk down. about Joey Ryan. Back a bit, back a bit, back a bit. We got a Sammy Callahan promo on Jimmy Havoc, where he this one this is the part where he tells Ian Pat Productions he need to make sure his message gets out there. Unfortunately, we've established in this that the Impact Production team couldn't find the dicks for the map, so. <laughs> 
like, you know, it's just a general, you know, he's going to war with Jimmy Havoc. They're going to, you know, find out who's the best. It's not really a grudge match thing. It's just, you know, let's see who can beat the shit out of each other better. Yeah. Now we can talk about Joey Ryan. Yay! We finally get to talk about Joey Ryan! Right? Yes. Well, Tessa first, but then Joey. Tessa, yeah. Because Tessa came out first. Uh, Intergender time, fuck yeah. Yeah, Tessa's entrance screams like a boss meme. Yeah, she's and awesome. I love it. She is uh, a second-generation wrestler. For those who don't know, she is the daughter of Four Horsemen Telly Blanchard, who is currently helping Sean Spears in AEW. She's also the stepdaughter of Magnum T.A. Is that what she calls her move, the Magnum? Okay. Yeah, and as far as I can tell, like he's one of the ones who raised her. Oh yeah, Magnum T.A. was awesome. It, it really does suck what happened to him. Yeah. For those who don't know, he... Uh, like, in the peak of his career, he was in a car accident and got uh, basically paralyzed. Oh. He was going to challenge for the world title. It was horrifically tragic. Oh. Yeah. He's alive. It's just, you know, he couldn't wrestle again. Yeah. Yeah, Magnum trained her, sorry, Hulk. Yep. Joey Ryan! Let's let's peek up again with Joey Ryan. Um, can I say it's weird for him not to come out to the Pita Colada song? Oh, no. It really is! Like, like, you just got... I'm like... I keep expecting it, and then all of a sudden I just hear it. So the generic of like, like generic porn music. There's got to be some like some porn music that wasn't copyrighted that they could use. As like, as OSW would say, it's sex jazz music. It wasn't even sexy sex music. music. Yeah, it wasn't even good jazz, sexy jazz music. Yeah, no, no, it's not kind. sexy jazz music. It's sex jazz music. There's a difference because porn music is not sexy. <laughs> really? No, anyway, but it's still weird enough to hear the Pina Colada song, and then the commentators have to be disgusted with Joey Ryan wanting to ask the audience who wants his lollipop. That's the gimmick. I, I know. I literally yell, "That's his gimmick, you assholes!" Well, yeah, that was that was one point where he did the bootlegs, and I called the scuff. And I'm like, "Yeah," but the thing is, he's been doing it for years. The thing but is, yeah. I'm actually going to stick up for them. The average audience wouldn't know that. And they're playing to the average audience. Fine. Yeah. Like, no, I get it's what... it's bullshit. It is bullshit, but they have to do it. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then they, immediately we actually hear a tiny bit of the touch his dick chance, but yeah. Tessa's not having any of that, so she flips him off. And I'm like, eh. Yeah. yeah I, I have a... Sorry, the people play. I have a Beal with the chest hair. Yeah, she uh, she ripped his chest hair out and threw him around by it. Yep. Uh, yeah. With great confidence comes great wonfidence. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I think it's a quote from something. I don't know. Well, but somehow the crowd was silent. There was no energy in the audience. It was bullshit, and well, this was one of the better matches. It, pro- it might have been silent. It might have. They might have been deafening. We couldn't hear anything. Hmm. Like, we couldn't hear the audience. And they kept talking about how the crowd was deafening, but we couldn't fucking hear it. Or, or even when we saw it, none of them looked like they were cheering. Yeah, yeah the, hard, the hard cam did not look happy, but uh, I love Tessa not attempting a low blow here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, a chant. Yeah, just One a chant. chant. That we could hear. That's it. 
Uh, like it's crazy. Nice and Rana then, into a DDT. And then we finally see a dick plex. Yeah, a boot plex into the U-porn plex. Yeah. Quote Don Callis, that is one special penis. Yeah, it's that, a very that, yeah. It's uh, special. Well, I haven't seen Joey go for the mustache ride in a while. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, Tessa <sighs> Tessa wins with the Magnum. That was a really good match. But there was yeah. a, despite no energy from the crowd. Yes, I, that's that's you could that put that on every match from this fucking show. Every like again, no energy from the crowd. The audio was awful. We're, yeah, we're bringing this all up, but this is 100% true. Like, yeah. uh, this was, like, one of the more worst productions, like, again, earlier, one of the worst productions we have seen. And this was a professional, actual TV, uh, like, network show that usually is, is professional, kind of. Anyone who says Japanese crowds are too quiet can eat my entire anus. Boy! <sighs> I I can't believe you had to do that on the our podcast. Just say uh, that. I can. Boy. That's six. How about you two have your arguments, like you know? Yeah. Let, outside. Let's children. move on to match six. I'm gonna eat a cookie. It's Rich Swan versus Flamita for the X Division title. Yeah. It's, it's Flamita time. Where is the awesome Flamita theme? Doesn't Flamita own it? It's about him. That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, uh, he landed on his feet after diving. Uh, Swan lands on his feet after diving up to Flamita out of the up ring. Rich Swan yet? Oh, sorry. It's fine. God, it's been a while since I've seen Rich, Rich Swan. Yes, it has. Yeah, same. Um, it's just weird not seeing the wings on his shoes. The the wings were on his, on his trunks, Casey. I always thought they were on his shoes. Nope. But maybe, also, maybe both, but yeah. Yeah, but, this, but also Rich Swan has been through a lot for the last few years, and we're not going to talk about those. And that's all we'll say about that. Those. And we're not going to talk yeah. about that. It's double talk about what is with this crowd? Uh, they were terrible. Like, this is the moment where I just fucking lost it. I could not handle how fucking awful this this uh this production was and the crowd just silence was yeah because the match I, was I awesome it was a sprint I but i okay. loved it but like i wish i could hear the production better so i could hear the crowd going nuts because jesus it's i can't yeah. i don't even have any notes it was too quick to call all i have is yeah, just one with teams with the phoenix splash Flip, flip, Same here. Flip, kick, kick, flip, 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 flip. Yeah, flip, flip, land on feet, kick, outside the ring, out of the ring. I literally get chocolate after, during this match to keep myself awake because, again, there was no energy in the crowd to keep me awake. I think this is when we actually had to pause the pay-per-view just to get a freaking break and get our energy back. It took, like, a few hours. It was intense. <sighs> Speaking of in tr- of stuff of intense, and um, I have a lot of notes for this one. It's Monsters Ball. Oh, no, 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 there was storyline stuff. Oh, okay. Before that, there was storyline stuff with Van Dam and Sabu as they try and do a promo. If we could hear it. Yeah. 
like I think they were trying to do a promo, but problem, we couldn't hear them because the audio was shitty. Yeah. Have we mentioned that yet? Because it's important. You know, I don't think we have mentioned it. We might have to mention yeah. it again. Yeah, I'm okay with it again. And again. And again. We can't hear <laughs> shit. <laughs> I, I had to get up on the mic for that one. Of course you did. Uh, but now we can fucking talk about the Monsters Ball! Ball pass, Without the Monsters because oh, Abyss ain't there anymore. Yeah, Abyss ain't there. But you know who is? I miss the K a lot. Jimmy Havoc and Sammy Callahan. Yay, Jimmy! No one told me Yay, this is Sammy. a fucking other death match. Get used. Oh, There's yeah. gonna be like one per show, I think. Get seriously. No. For me, I've seen like four death matches in a row and I'm already getting sick of Well, them. good news, honey. The next show doesn't have any. Thank the fucking Christ. It, it, I'll explain why when we get to what we're talking about next, but yeah. Uh, I'm uh, slightly terrified now. Oh, here's the, oh, here's the thing. Um, during, right before you get either Jimmy or Casey. Sammy walk out, yes? I think you're about to say the thing I was about to say. Go ahead. Oh, I was, I was gonna say. Do, 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 do. Yeah, there's just a shot of the edges curtains. Yep. Like, just... Where's the fucking music? I know you couldn't Nothing afford happened. AFI, but come on. Yeah, there was like, for two minutes, there was just shots of curtains. There was no edge music. No one was coming out. We don't know why. Did Jimmy flip off the music guy? <laughs> um, he might have. But here's good the chance, thing. Yeah. Jimmy. Then Jimmy Havoc walks out, but without any music, and yet Sammy Callahan walks out with his music, but Jimmy can't walk out with his. His no shitty, shitty metal music. Sabotage. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Also, oh, here's something that kind it's, of was annoying for me. No, can I say this wasn't that? Yep. I'm gonna Rosa point this out to me. From the commentary. One of the commentators said that Pet Cemetery 2 was coming out that weekend. That was completely wrong. It was the remake adaptation of, no of the novel. There was no fucking sequel. Okay, there was a sequel, but no one talks about Pet Cemetery 2. <sighs> it was like this. Was, they literally said all that commentary, and I look at that, I'll, I hear that, and I'm like, the bunch of it, maybe I'll not catch that shit. I don't, I don't know. No, that wasn't in Botchamania. No, they need, Botchamania should go back and say, hey, and I tell him, hey, Botchamania. Matthew, his name this? is Matthew. Yeah, what? Hey, sorry. Hey, Matthew from Botchamania, if you are listening, <laughs> there was an actual, <laughs> there was an actual fuck up in the commentary saying a movie was, uh, a movie was coming out. That, that was an actual fuck up for the commentary. Honey, that honey I love you, but yeah. I'm, I'm sure he'll get right on that. What do you do? Uh, not now. What do you do? What? Oh, God. How about we just keep going and not yeah, harass uh, Matthew anymore? Yeah, sorry, I Matthew. <laughs> I, sorry, Matthew. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy with his baseball bat and trash can. This is pro uh, I, I have to say, this is probably the most pro-Jimmy Havoc podcast on the planet. But if that's the case, I'll wear that like a badge of honor. Fuck yeah, Jimmy. Yeah. Although, I do want to say one thing. Is Impact so cheap they couldn't get the referee gloves for a hardcore match? I didn't even notice uh, that! That's fucked up! 
I noticed that, and I'm like, why is the ref not wearing gloves during a fucking death? They're match? like ten bucks. What the hell? Like, I don't know. Like, he. Like, the, okay, they didn't know. use they didn't use glass or thumbtacks, but at the same time, you're like, you gotta be careful. The ref could still get hurt. Like, like that's bullshit. Mm. But I believe it. I put nothing for my notes because because you don't I, watch that matches. I get it. I got. I have a lot of notes. Of course well, you don't go for it. Do it. Uh, yeah, Jimmy with the Rana, staple to the chest, staple in the dick. Uh, I think Don Callis has have a dick. Hmm. Not you, her. Oh. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I, I think it's more she's envisioning staple in the dick equivalent. Yeah, that's what I am. All right. Uh, excuse me, genital equivalent. Let's go with that. No, it's more of a why must this happen thing. How did this happen? Uh, How did this happen to me? Staple in the dick. No. <laughs> or genital equivalent. Life goes on. <laughs> yeah, I think Don, I think Don Callis has been great tonight. Josh Matthews, not so much. <sighs> Chain clenched mouth into the post. That was a, that was a spot. Yeah. Sammy with the spinning and such. Yeah, he uh, he's really fond of that. Yeah. He's uh, basically a trash panda. And now I can't oh, see okay. what's happening thanks to the ass camera work. Oh, yeah, there was this one. Oh, yeah! That one spot where Callahan was, like, running around the ring, and then suddenly we flipped to an empty chair, and then we're back to the fight. Yeah! Like, what the fuck? I fucking missed it! Twist his dick! What? Uh, there's, a, there's a famous uh, vine going around of uh, a guy, I guess a drunk guy watching an MMA match, and... Uh, <laughs> He he just stands up and goes, grab his dick and twist it. And I the guy didn't mute myself because uh, you would have also done a echo of that from the uh, the room you're in, and would of course I into my audio. Fair, uh, but like, but yeah, the guy's just like, oh my god, every match, calm down. The old dick twist. Twist that dick. Twist his dick. No. Uh, my my point is, uh, Jimmy grabbed Sammy by the by the dick and twisted it. Yeah. Sammy responds yeah. to Cactus Driver ninety seven on the apron. Oh my god. <laughs> Sammy with the stapler instead of the staple gun. Kind of rare. Yeah. Aloha, Sammy blocked with a staple. Well, that, that went over like a little balloon. <laughs> Sammy stapled Jimmy I'm... in the face, kicked him in the dick, and spit on him. So, you know, hashtag just Sammy things. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Uh, it, again, this was a thing. A frying pan, or as I have it written in my notes, a fram pam. Frying pans? Who knew, right? Yeah! Yeah, lemons! <laughs> Uh, I, Sammy, that lemon-stealing whore, put lemon juice in Jimmy's face wound. 
Yeah, and oh then Jimmy got the Oh my god, I can fucking remember that. <laughs> yeah, I, I just wanted to bring up for Bunny's sake the lemon-stealing whore. We all know the lemon-stealing whores. Yes. Uh, headbutts with a trash can over Jimmy's head. Oh, Jimmy's favorite paper cuts. Yeah, but it was like a cardboard box. Yeah. Eh, still paper. Uh, s- literal salt in the wounds. Yeah, literal salt. <sighs> Biting the foot. Fine. Uh, Legos, giant ones, which Casey pointed out were mega blocks. Yeah, they're mega blocks. Once, once, so, once they pulled out something that Casey could handle, her, her, she like jumped back into it. A bit, and then it went back to shit. My point is, Legos are her limit, apparently. Uh, but that's because at least I can understand Legos, but then glass and staples. I, I get it. They, they, Legos don't much. do lasting damage. So, I get it. So now we know, you know, the limits of your BDSM explorations. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! I don't know if that's getting cut, but <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> you alright, honey? I'm okay. Okay. I think I broke up. Love you a little bit. Love you, honey. Love you, Uh, Cactus Driver into the metal block. Metal blocks. Mega blocks gets a one count. Uh, Cactus Driver on the chairs gets Sammy the win. That fucking ruled. And, of course, the audio fuck-ups continue to piss on my life. Yeah, and then... Was there, like, a promo of the next There match? was. We get a promo package hyping up the main event, which I just realized is one of the best teams of 1998 versus one of the best teams of 2019. Neat! The, it was, the final match is the main event of the Lucha Brothers, Phoenix and Pentagon Jr. versus Rob Van, Rob Van Dam and Sabu with Super Genie. But here's the thing. When we the Lucha Brothers promo played six to eight times before. Oh I my started. god! <laughs> I thought for a second that the stream froze, and the like, reviewers and we were like, "A full no. minute!" They looped their Tron for a full minute. Yeah, uh, no, a minute, almost a minute and a half. It was literally yeah. Just, why? What is wrong with the show? You know what it felt like? It felt like when I went to go see uh, Knives Out in theaters, um, they're, for some reason they like to play almost a half an hour worth of trailers before the movie. I got the trailer Bombshell. And then once it ended, Bombshell played another time and I literally went, why? Oh God, having but to sit through the Bombshell to... trailer once is bad enough. I had to sit through it twice, but by automatic and I don't know why, and I'm like, I'm not still not gonna go see this shit. Why if you don't you know what Bombshell is, there? you're lucky. Yeah, What's if you don't... The quick summary is, it's a, what I can gather, a Fox News produced movie about the Roger Ailes scandal. It's probably yeah. not actually produced by Fox News, but it feels like it. Yeah. It's, it, it was trying, it's trying to also market during the... Me Too movement, but the thing is, this is based off of Fox News. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, fuck um, this production. Both both uh, Bombshell and this. Yes. Um, then all of a sudden, um, I put Pose off. I don't remember why. Well, I, I have more stuff about the entrances. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, now I remember the Pose off. Go ahead. 
does Sabu just own his theme? Because it's the same one from ECW. Like, just, just Middle Eastern music, despite him being white. Which, it's a whole thing, but whatever. We won't get into that, because I'll save you the lecture. I think he probably does own it. Yep. Or, he may not be white, but I don't know if he's Middle Eastern. Point is... Yeah. Eh. And then, Super uh, Genie is oh. what we learned is his wife. Yes. Dressed as Genie from My Dream of Genie. Yeah. He's, he's the suicidal, homicidal, genocidal, dancercidal, not Matt Seidel. It's Sabu. <laughs> I feel like if I'm going to use... I was going to say, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking of only Sabu. You know what I'm thinking about, right? Sabu's Matt Bridge! Yes! I'm not going to oh, unpack that one. Let's no, leave a little mystery what... for those who know. Well, I will say right now, I remember a time when Terrible Warriors was good. Ooh. Wow, Casey with the shade. Jesus. Uh, They did not. Yeah, in the last couple of years, they just haven't been interesting i've been more focused on the cool kids table it's, a, it's more fun fair enough uh but yeah, i felt like if i was gonna use table. i felt like if i was gonna use the osw joke i should try and one-up it so i added not matt seidel it, it it's good it's good yes rvd is one of the best wrestlers of the 90s period and then i have oh my god it's the hysterical rvd tna theme holy shit uh-huh the one where it's just his name, his nickname, the names of his moves, and the same guitar riff over and over. Oh my god. Right. Um, I agree with Don Callis. How the fuck is RVD still in good shape? He's like 50. <laughs> me. Yeah. I there. don't know. Classic RVD uh... and Sabu tag stuff makes me smile. Oh, I remember why the the pose off. Um, when the match starts, Penta starts doing his uh, say the thing I can't pronounce. Cero miedo. He starts doing that, and then suddenly there's like a pose off between both teams until they start to fight each other. Because they all have their their signature poses. Yeah, it was just a pose off. It felt like a JoJo pose off kind of. And oh. yes, this is a JoJo reference. I gotta do that. I gotta do that in the ring. What the po what JoJo poses? Yes. Definitely that makes it easier for you. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, you still got a chant, and for once they actually do. Like for once, that chant is somewhat earned. Mm-hmm. Lucha Brothers are fucking incredible. Yes, I have. Yes. Yes. Yeah, of course they are. Uh, the referee is named Johnny Bravo. What the fuck? Why? Um, I think, uh, one question is, it's the coolest thing ever. It's probably a staging that it's nice. Goes back to 90s kids in that way. I think it's just a fun reference. I think it's a fun reference. Uh, uh uh-oh, a table. And then nice. Oh, yeah. The brothers were put on the table. Sabu and and Dam jumped onto them right as yeah. the table started to break. Yeah, that was awesome. Like they did their old finish, which which was the the top rubber leg drop and the uh the five star frog splash onto the table right as the table was crumbling. It looked fantastic, and you you couldn't even notice the table was about to break. Which was not bad. Yeah, but uh, Lucha Bros um... win with the spike fear factor. That was pretty great. And why are the lights off? 
Guess only the match ends. The show's so not over. Why are the fucking lights off? Yeah, the lights just suddenly got turned off during the show, like at the very end. Even they're still the in the ring. They're in the ring, and it's like maybe because they ran out of time, maybe the lights flew. They're the we tag champions. Know. They don't even have their like, belts yet. We don't know what happened. What is going on? This was the worst. <laughs> and like one, we have seen with the production, and I am scared how we're gonna be when we get to WrestleMania, whenever the hell that will be. Oh, WrestleMania had great production, like, like that. Th say what you will about WWE, and I've said a fucking lot, but their production value is top notch because they have I'm all just that more money. Scared. Yeah. I'm just scared of what, like, what can top this bad production, like. Craft. So you guys hear that? Yes. Well, yes. I, I don't know. I, I heard something in the wind. Okay, it got me scared. I, I, I. Oh God, damn it! Blackcraft. There it is again. Wait, wait. You mean the black craft company? Yeah, that. You guys, you guys didn't hear that? I don't know. I'm sure we'll find out, find out about it. Um, I was going to say, I actually have some of their clothing, and now I'm scared. We're, we're going to talk about it later. I'm hinting at a thing. I'm doing a little tease. I, I know you're teasing, but I'm that makes me scared. Children. <laughs> Closing thoughts time. <laughs> okay, um, I'll, I'll go first quickly. This was the... I, this was like a mediocre one. There were only like a couple good matches, but besides that, this was like the... Very mediocre, with the worst production of a wrestling show I've ever seen on film and also in person from what I've experienced from different indie shows. This was, like, it it, it, it shows, like, they're trying to be professional, but they show, like, they're shooting something for the very first time. And it shows, and it sucks, because this is Impact that have done the wrestling, and it looks like they're doing a shitty job with everything. They've been around almost 20 years now. What is going just, on? It just felt super shitty, and it was awful. Uh, I think, for me, like the best match was, again, was Joe Ryan versus Tessa. That was one of the best matches. And yet... This was okay. This I recommend not only finding that match. Don't watch this pay per view. Skip this completely. Just watch the Tessa versus Joey Ryan match only. That's it. Please just skip this one. It's not worth your money. Yeah. Anything else to add, Bunny? <sighs> well, everyone, everyone did their best, but yeah, it's not. It's not the wrestlers' fault. Yeah, it's not the wrestlers' fault. They all the wrestlers tried. Just this production was the worst thing ever. Yeah. Just the production. The wrestlers did not or did their job. It's just the production was the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, like let me go with the positives. The wrestling was all great. The commentary was pretty good. Eh. And then it just dives off a cliff with the production. Oh my god! Like we're not doing a we're not doing a bit here it really is just that no. abysmal uh would i recommend this show live yeah but watching it replayed fuck no uh picks yeah. picks who wants to go first with picks 
Then I'll jump at once now. Uh, I think, but I'll let Bunny go first. I think I know who her pick's going to be. You do? I mean, I'm, I'm still a bit confused about my pick, so you guys can go yeah. if you want. Okay. Okay. Uh, then go ahead, Rosen. I'm going to go with Ace Austin. Oh, of course you are. With honorable mentions being Johnny Impact, Lamita, Tessa, and Jimmy Havoc. Uh, okay, me, I want, uh, was going to have a tie, do a, a tie between Tessa and Rosemary, but it all depends on what Bunny's pick's going to be. And our group pick, don't forget that. And our group, oh, and our group pick. Have we established what our group pick actually it's is? It's Rosemary, yes. Oh, yeah, sure. okay, okay. Oh yeah, um, then I will go with Joey Ryan for my uh, pick. Wow, not Tessa? Oh, I thought Bunny was going to take Tessa. What? No. Oh, then I will take Tessa then. There you go. Even though Joey Ryan's also a good pick. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Bunny? I'm going to pick Jimmy Havoc. Okay, I'm done with that. Yay! Yay for our because... hot topic boy! <laughs> Because he, you know, I stand him a lot. Yes. Yeah! This is a pro Jimmy Havoc podcast. And our group pick is Rosemary because, I mean, duh. Because yeah. she's awesome! Yes. And I want to meet her. Yes. Uh, she's fantastic, we love her, and we will. Yeah. Yeah! Yep. She, but I hope we see her in more awesome stuff. Yep. Uh, Please, I want more of her... Please let her be in more stuff that's not impact, please. All right. Join the Dark Order, Rosemary. You'd be amazing. Uh, let's do uh, plugs. Who who has stuff to plug? Um, actually, I do. Uh, by the time you might be uh, listening to this podcast, I have actually just guested on a another podcast called The Home for Wayward OCs, where I actually talked about one of my original OCs that I made as a, a kid on there. And it was just, I had a great time on that podcast. You can listen to it on iTunes. I know it was, by the time you watch it, it should listen to this. It should already be out by now. So go ahead and show that show some love. And cause they're very, cause the host uh, Christina is incredibly sweet. Bunny, do yeah. you have anything to plug? Nope. Okay. Then I will plug uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash Rosenthorn. You can find uh, these episodes early. You can find uh, new episodes of my new podcast, Minus Mouse, early. You can find uh, various other stuff that I'm working on. And, yeah, uh, Twitter, Twitch, both Rosen underscore Thorn. Um, oh, yeah, you can follow me at M uh, msnightmare24 uh, at uh, Twitter. Uh, Miss Nightmare Reviews on Instagram. And you can also follow me on my YouTube and Miss Reviews as well. And Bunny has a Twitter as well. I'm sure I can't remember it 100%, right? It's Shadow something. Shadow underscore Nova X. Yes. Yes. You can follow, follow All Bunny these links on there. will be in the description. Yeah. Also, Patreon. I have a Patreon too. And Patreon.com slash Productions. If you don't want to give him money, give me money. Really, you're just giving us both money. Um, so, 
your children. Yes. Thank you to uh, Fight TV for allowing us to watch this as best we could. Thank you to OSW, Tights of Fights, and WrestleSplania, because without them, we'd be doing this. Thank you to Joe Hunter for the artwork. Thank you to Ethan Wright for the intro. And thank you to uh, Neil Sasirga for not getting mad at us for the use of the theme. Thank you to you for listening. Yeah, also, thank you to our friend Gomer, who is editing these podcasts. You, he's the head of Thesmian Talk. You can also find that on YouTube and I think iTunes as well. Yep, I'm going to put Gomer's uh, info in the description. Yeah. Um, I think that's uh, it. So ne- let's just uh, segue into what we're doing next. Somebody. Well, next. Yeah. Well, oh no. Oh, there no? goes Tokyo. It's Kaiju Big Battle. <gasps> Kaijus! Yep. Kaiju Wrestling next time on One Crazy Weekend. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Night. Night. Secret Destroyer.